Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Are you ready for this jelly? I don't think you're ready for this jelly <laughs> quarterfinals. Hi, everybody. This is Q, as in quarterfinals. And I'm M, as in. Mm hmm. Mm. As in, mm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, get big. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> this is me, M. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. I'll we'll take that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it is the quarterfinal. There's only five bakers left. Which is crazy. Because um, I what? have remembering, I have trouble remembering who's the last five. I'm like, who are they again? <laughs> I look forward to the final when we play the game. That person was on the show. That's a final. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was another Mark with no yeah. R. Yeah. <laughs> what? There were, there were five Marks this season, there was two Loras. No. There were two Loras. Lorea, right? That was a Laura. <laughs> Is that a Laura? Lorea. Okay, There's a Laura sure. in her name. Uh, <laughs> if you if you can do Mac, I can do Lorea as a Laura. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, in the intro, I think I think the producers have caught on that. Um, or they or they're listening to the podcast. That Matt's head jokes are the best use of Matt. <laughs> was, I, was I wrong about that? No, you're right. It's okay. the best use of Matt is just using his head as like an object for jokes. <laughs> yeah, because in the intro, we get Matt's head as a cherry topper and a cherry big tart. And then Noah kind of talks to it like a cherry, which is kind of yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Wheelhouse. I, mean, I guess, yeah, this is his wheelhouse. This is, they figured out how to use Matt. <laughs> I mean, we're giving Matt compliments. He's he's funnier, so. I think he's sort of finding his groove. Every now and then, yeah, I feel I think he gets so. a little lost. But overall, I think he's settling in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, using his head for comedy <laughs> and then also like Broadway musicals, <laughs> just like random singing, because we know he was in Les Mis. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did we get in the intro? Oh, we see the bakers do like, um, in my notes, I wrote it as one, two, three, quarterfinals, hand slap. It's when, we've been in quarantine so long that I forgot the word for what this was. And it came to me that like, oh, they're high-fiving. <laughs> you haven't hand slapped in so long. No, I, I haven't. The name. I don't think it's going to be a thing anymore. High no. five. In my notes, it just says hand slap, question mark, question mm -hmm. mark. There's a term for this. You know um, what is is gonna be a thing? What the kid in play foot dance thing? Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I've already seen it. Oh yeah, yeah, on and Instagram. You, and you should know it well. Oh yeah, because um, <laughs> we're not gonna go through this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, what else in the intro? Armin says she left him egg in her refrigerator before she went off for bake off, and then she doesn't know if the egg is still good. 
it's crazy that she's thinking about the. It's, it's crazy how unprepared they are because her memes like, yeah, I left some eggs in the fridge because I thought I would like get booted off soon, and now they're probably bad eggs. And then Lottie last week was like, I only have two outfits. <laughs> <laughs> so they were probably listening to the preview cast where I thought everybody was going home season or episode three. Right, like, right. Yeah, he's probably right. I won't survive. Yeah. Episode yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Peter does some foreshadowing because it is desserts week. That's mm-hmm. the name of the week. Mm-hmm. Desserts week, and he says there has he has practiced some of this week and it hasn't gone well. And this is the week he's most worried about. Apparently, he's not great at desserts. That's surprising. What, yeah, what is he good at then? I mean, he's really good. But I don't know what specifically he's good. Bread, but Mark won bread. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. He's been doing well at technical, like whatever the technical. Yeah, are. yeah, that's true. So, like, Overall. I've noticed that Peter has been doing really well in technicals, mm-hmm. and Dave is getting last almost every technical. <laughs> <laughs> but Dave's been doing well in the signature mix and incorporating flavors from around the world. Right. Yep. <laughs> uh, speaking of signature mix, shall we get into the signature bag? Let's. All right, so it's desserts week for the signature challenge. The bakers were tasked with making 12 mini baked cheesecakes. Uh, Noel said they were disappointingly small. Because <laughs> it's kind of a joke. They're like, what? They're mini? We want regular sized cheesecakes. But no, they're mini cheesecakes. Uh, the base must be made from scratch. The bakers get two and a half hours. Uh, Paul and Prue. Paul says quarterfinals is when the bakers should have to take it up a couple of notches. Take it up a notch. I don't know if that happened. No, I don't think it did. Okay. I think it went down a notch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, the, the, the showstopper was uh, pretty cool, I guess. That was cool. That was yeah, cool. that was cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Paul also says the cheesecake filling should be filled with flavor, but also silky smooth. So Pierce says the top should be decorated and the mini cheesecake should pack a flavorful punch. And Paul mentions that this is the first time in the quarterfinals that all five star bakers or all five bakers have gone into the semifinal and they're all have been star bakers. So he's expecting some blind bakes. That's pretty good. Yeah. And nobody's gotten star baker twice, which is uh, someone is destined to get Starbaker twice in this episode. Mm-hmm. 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 Ooh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on vacation. <laughs> what? I think the ghost of Starbaker says he's going on vacation. He has like sunglasses and a Hawaiian t-shirt on. <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right, well, you have fun, Ghost of Starbaker. Ooh. My ties. All right. <laughs> You need to keep your windows closed. I know. That guy just floats in and then like my laptop starts levitating. <laughs> and then I have to pull it down to the table. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, everybody's been star baker. So someone will get it twice. Hmm. Who will get it twice? Will it be the most recent star baker? We're gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> uh first up with the signature bake. Cheesecakes, we have Dave. Uh, Dave is making a celebration of citrus cheesecakes. Okay, so <laughs> did all the star like they get to discuss their signature bakes beforehand, right? I don't know if they just, dis- I'm sure they must plan them ahead of time, right? 
Yeah, because did they all decide just to do like, all right, we're all just going to do like passion fruit. Passion. We're, all, <laughs> we're all just going to like a passion fruit battle. Everybody besides Peter, basically, right? Or I have Dave, Laura, um, Ermine. Ermine. All yeah. using passion. That's three out of five. I don't Wait. know how they do it. Yeah. I don't know how, how in advance they get to like know what they do for their signature bake. It would be interesting to know. You have to imagine if you only thought you were going to make it till week two, it's not like you had planned passion fruit cheesecakes for a week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So Dave's uh, celebration of citrus cheesecake contains orange and passion fruit jelly. He is already ready for this jelly. They're ready for the signature. (laughs) Yeah. Orange shortbread, uh, lemon meringue kisses on top, and lemon cheesecake. It sounds very delicious. It does. It's a celebration of all things citrusy. Um, yeah, he uses gelatin, which is like, ooh, Dave is like already practicing his gelatin. Um, that's a smart thing to do is to use one ingredient and try to master it for the week because he knows what signature bake is going to be and he knows what the showstopper is going to be, right? So, yeah, they should because they get the they practice, would, right? Yeah. yeah, they get the practice. And he wouldn't get knocked off points for like using the same thing in two different challenges in the same weekend, would he? Not this week. <laughs> yeah, not, <laughs> yeah, not this week. Uh, during judging, they said that his cheesecakes were very neat. They were cut neat. Uh, the custard middle was delicious. And proves like, mm, I like that thick gelatin. Thick. Uh, Paul says he expected rubber because of so much gelatin, but it wasn't rubber. So that's good. Very good job today. Yeah, he did pretty good. He's staying true to himself with a strong signature. Do you think he won the passion fruit battle? I don't. Yeah. Well, he he definitely beat Armin. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, up next is Armin, <laughs> <laughs> our accountant. This transition. <laughs> and as you mentioned, she also made a passion fruit cheesecake. Was this a missed opportunity? Should Armin have made salmon cheesecake? <laughs> Because we know how well she does with salmon and cheese. I just, I just thought about something. She should have thrown a salmon in the, at the showstopper. She should have just thrown a, like a, a salmon in her jello cake or whatever. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Two, two, <laughs> two people thought it was Japanese week still in the show. <laughs> show okay. Chinese buns. So... Chinese buns, everybody. <laughs> So we learned that Armin likes anything to do with jars. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And she, she makes is. her own mm-hmm. jam at home. Right? That's very on brand for her. Yeah. She's jamming. Yes. So she's having a cinnamon biscuit base, which is something that's also new for her. Passion fruit jelly topped and decorated with meringue kisses and a lime zest. And she's going to put them in these little jam jars. So she's serving them in the jar, which is kind of cute, but we're going to find out how that works for her. <laughs> so during judging, Prue says that they look really pretty, but Paul says it's a bit stodgy. Mm. And Prue, Prue mentioned that it's not as silky as she had hoped. So mm. I thought hers was one of the better decorated ones just because it did look really nice in the jar. But yeah. what we learned is Paul says that the base is really soft and there's no way that it could get solid in the bottom of that jar because uh. it's kind of sweat in there. 
and the yeah. moisture from the cheesecake filling will drop in and soften it. There mm. wasn't enough time. So that was a big dilemma, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. And that's what I learned. If I'm making mini cheesecakes, don't put them in a jar. Not in a jar. Also, no. why make mini cheesecakes? Just make a full cheesecake. Well, Seems easier. Somebody made big cheesecakes. <laughs> Come <on. laughs> yeah, so, you're right. Yeah. So finally, <laughs> Prue said that it's all passion fruit. That's all she tasted. But Paul did say it looked good. So definitely Dave won up, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Dave won passion fruit battle. Uh, speaking of the passion fruit battle, next we have Laura. Laura is making what she calls passion fruit cheesecakes. That's literally the name. <laughs> Everyone else had a cool name, and she just had passion fruit cheesecakes. <laughs> no, Armin's was the same. Armin's was passion uh, fruit cheesecakes. Really? Yeah. Dave was celebration of citrus. I think Dave won passion fruit battle for sure. Then. <laughs> <laughs> just by name alone. Yeah, just by name alone. Uh, so Laura's contains a honey and oat biscuit at the bottom, vanilla cheesecake, and passion fruit curd at the top. Um, there's she has some mishaps. She's at one point she she could you could see her like losing her base in the oven and it turns into crumbs and she has to like redo it. She also tells us that she's been having ice cream cake nightmares because of last week she did so badly. Um, she's having nightmares of that. <laughs> I mean, usually you think ice cream cake dream, you're like, hmm, ice cream cake dream, but I never thought that of the dark side of the ice cream cake dream, which is an ice cream cake nightmare. Mm. But yeah, that's the thing, apparently. Um, she rushes at the end because she is really worried about them being set. She's like, I'm not sure they set. And then at the end of it, she's like, I think they're rubbish. They didn't have enough time to set. And then we get into judging. Which is directed by M. Night Shyamalan because there's a twist. The judges, the judges liked it. They liked their cheesecakes. He said they looked a mess, and they did look messy. However, Paul, uh, Paul said the height was good. Prue said the cheesecake itself was delicious. Paul says it's fantastic. There's nothing the matter except the looked. And she's like, "Wow, I wasn't expecting the good judging. Thank you, M. Night Shyamalan." <laughs> Did you think that Laura's was better than Dave's? No. No? Because Dave's look good, right? Yeah. So Appearance you, is like the whole thing too, you know? Did you go Dave, Laura, or Mean? Yeah, Dave, Laura, or Mean. Okay, okay. What about you? I think so. I think so. Yeah, that seems the right order. So up next, we have Mark, our bronze resin sculpture. He's not a sculptor. He's a sculptor. <laughs> I mean, he could be a sculptor. Wait, he could be a sculptor. We don't know if he was made like human recently. Right. So he's making a New York style <laughs> and vanilla mascarpone cheesecakes. Mascarpone. He's the only one going citrus free. That's crazy. Yep. So he's going to have <laughs> vanilla and mascarpone filled. And it's going to be topped and decorated with pecans. Pecans? Are you pecans or pecans? Pecans. Pecans? Okay. Glazed apricots or apricots? Apricots. Okay. And almond or almonds? Who says almond? I think it depends <laughs> on if it's on the tree or not, right? Like if it's still really? on the tree. It's a, okay. Anyway. Wow. Al almond pray. <laughs> Praline? Praline. Okay. 
<laughs> well, I just botched everything Mark's making. Yeah, you have to do it in a New York accent too. Hey, oh, I'm walking do. here. Cheesecake. Hey, New York, I'm walking here. I'm, I'm sorry, New York listeners. Please don't. <laughs> okay. Please don't unsubscribe to the show. We love you guys. Okay, on to judging. And by judging, <laughs> we're judging your New York accent. <laughs> I'm walking here. Pizza. Okay. okay sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost of Star Baker, if you're there, please do something about this. All right. I'm on vacation. Oh, that's right. So when it came to judging Mark's cheesecakes, Paul said they're not canopy size. They're pretty <laughs> biggish. And he would have done it slightly bigger than the apricots, which were pretty big. They were apricots. <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> so looking at it, it looked like a big disc. And Paul said they were yep. too big and too thin, right? Mm-hmm. So Prue said something interesting, though. She said, you don't get any apricot at all until you hit the apricot. (laughs) I thought that was pretty funny. (laughs) That was like either oddly profound or I'm not sure. Um, sure. I'm thinking she thinks like there's supposed to be like mini cheesecakes. Like you're supposed to eat it in like one bite and you're supposed to get the apricot. Uh, I don't know. If she would have just rotated it so that the apricot <laughs> was in front of her. <laughs> okay. Anyway. It's like a couple of episodes when they're like, man, this would have been good if like you dipped it in the, the, the sauce that you had with it. Like, right. That's why they put out the sauce, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So then Paul says that you don't really get the vanilla either. It needed mm. to be smaller, packed with more flavor, and they needed to look much neater. Mm-hmm. So Prue said that the apricot needed to be everywhere because when you go in, bit the apricot was truly delicious. She's really fixated on the apricot. That's yes. all she can think about. Yes. So do you think Mark <laughs> should have put the big apricot on top, but also put some apricot in the mix? Uh, I think he should have put the apricot in like a corner and then when he was serving it to prove rotated that corner to her <laughs> it wasn't the corner I mean, it wasn't dead center but did he rotate it toward her because how else would she know that she's supposed to eat it with the apricot i don't know <laughs> it could have only been worse if she took off the apricot and ate it and said i don't get any apricot <laughs> it would have been really good with the apricot yeah. over there <laughs> With the Africa I just took off. <laughs> okay. Anyway, All right. great for Mark. Yeah. Uh, next we have young Peter. The baby assassin. <laughs> no way first. <laughs> yeah. He is making lime and ginger cheesecakes. So no passion fruit, but he is using citrus, which is lime. Um, his cheesecakes contain lime curd, crystallized ginger on top, and his base is toasted oat and ginger nut biscuit. Which sounds really good. Um, Peter's always very good with like the descriptions. Mm-hmm. And he says that his cheesecake has key lime vibes, you know? Yeah. Just key, <laughs> key lime vibing. I know. When uh, you said that, I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul's like, if I were to do this challenge, I would make a key lime. And that's always a good thing, right? Paul loves key lime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And at one point, Noah tells him, if the baby face assassin isn't in the final, I'll be very disappointed. Putting a lot of pressure on Peter, I must say. 
I think he can handle it though. Yeah, they can handle it. Uh, after they came out of the oven, they kind of sank, which was uh, Peter was kind of alarmed about. He's like, mm-hmm. "Oh no!" Mm-hmm. And he made this curd that he didn't end up using because <laughs> it didn't really go right. Because see, if it wasn't good. And um, at one point, he was like rushing at the end to like decorate and do everything. And Noah's like, "Hey, hey, what do you think of my Mister Spoon yeah. guy?" <laughs> and Peter's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, he's cool." <laughs> he's like stressed out. I was like, "No, no, it's not the time for this." <laughs> Do we need to talk a little bit about Andre the Spoon, though? Yeah, so Noah has a spoon that he named Andre the Spoon. <laughs> I don't know what else there is to say. He's a funny-looking spoon. <laughs> did he say that Andre's been to a lot of therapy? And did he also say that Andre wanted to see Peter naked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, he said all those things. Okay, I just want to make sure I heard that right. <laughs> no, nope, he definitely said all those things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's like Andre the Spoon is like a proxy for him? Like for his feelings? <sighs> I don't know. Could could be, but I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's go to judging. Yeah. Uh, Paul says, this doesn't look like a cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the height wasn't good because it kind of sank in in the middle. So it kind of dropped in the middle, which is not characteristic of a cheesecake because sh- it should be like flat all the way through. Peter says the flavor is lovely, but the shape is not perfect. And uh, Peter says he's disappointed. He made quite a few mistakes. Mm. Yeah. So not what uh, we missed... expect. Yeah. Yeah, we expect a little better from Peter here. And that is all the signature mix. Okay, shall we get to the technical? Let's. Tech, tech, technical, do it. I don't know what I was doing there. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do it technical. Okay. <laughs> so up next, we have the technical. And this week, it's set by Prue. Mm-hmm. Prue says... <laughs> Prue should really just say, pack it up. Let's, <laughs> let's come back tomorrow. <laughs> I feel like... Oh, yeah. A couple this of the bad. ones by Prue have been very difficult because I think I remember myself saying that before where only like Peter did well. But mm-hmm. in this case, not well for anyone. Anywho, she yeah. says that you are all excellent bakers, so we haven't given you any extra ingredients. <laughs> Get it right the first time. Mm-hmm. So for yep. the technical, the bakers are challenged to make two Sussex pond puddings. Made with suet pastry, and when steamed, should be golden. And when cut into, the filling should ooze out, creating a lemony, syrupy pond. They should also serve a silky, smooth creme anglaise. And they have two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So this is something that comes from the 1700s. It's a long time ago. Yep. <laughs> right? <clears throat> Paul tells us that it's one of his favorites. Prue said that it's not one of the prettiest puddings in the world, but it's sort of surprising because there is a whole lemon inside i thought that was kind of weird did you um i thought it was kind of weird but if you think about how they like if they made this in the 17th century or whatever probably not weird back then did, did, <laughs> they, did they not have knives in this like i don't like, know they're like should we cut it no whole thing what are we going to cut it with it's like i don't want to get the sword the sword's really like the sword's in the garage, you know? I don't want to take out that big thing. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Right, yeah. That makes sense. So, mm-hmm. Paul asks, where do you think they will go wrong? And then Prue says, everything. And boy, is she right. Yeah. <laughs> everything goes wrong. Yeah. Um, these suck sucks are suspect. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, Prue actually says that the suet pastry <laughs> is not the easiest pastry to deal with because it's so pliable and if it's too floppy, it will tear. And then she says, squidge. <laughs> then Paul asks, how do, you, how do they know when it's going to be ready? And then Prue says they should steam it for as long as they got. Oh, and, yeah. An hour and a half to two hours. So <laughs> puddings go back. Paul tells us the puddings go back so far in British history. And puddings like this is what they are known for. So mm -hmm. this is very traditional. Hmm. Um, I don't think the bakers thought it was traditional because while wow, they were describing it, Armin looked offended. <laughs> like, she looked, she looked angry. She's like, "What is this? We're not the eighth. We're not the what, what century is this?" I'm not good with the before and after, but it's the 1700s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's like, "We're the yeah, I think so." She's like, "We're the 20th century. Why are they making us do this? What is this?" Armin was pretty funny initially. She seems appalled. Um, Where's Rowan yep. when you need him? I know. <laughs> He probably has a matching uh, blazer thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go over the bottom three bakers, which is everybody. Everybody bid very poorly. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, really? No. Yeah, why don't you just cover the bottom five bakers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They all did bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, so fifth place was Dave. In the, in the beginning, Dave's like, I've never seen this before. And we learned that Dave has trouble with tying string. That was pretty humorous. Because he was trying to, you're supposed to wrap it in foil and tie the foil in, oh. like a, with string and tie, like tie a knot. And then like Dave was just not getting that knot. And like everybody else got the knot. And he's like, how's everyone else doing it? And he spent so much time on it that they like kind of surpassed him. They <laughs> like, just kept slipping. Yeah. Because the bowl's curved. <laughs> Pretty funny. It was. It was. <laughs> um, yeah, I had trouble with the knot. So obviously, since he spent so much time on the knot, he didn't have enough time to steam it. <laughs> and when he finally plated it, it kind of just fell apart everywhere. <laughs> like it did not hold at all. It was uh, like splat. <laughs> that was a mess. Hot mess. Hot mess. So during judging, the judges said, it's raw. <laughs> it didn't seal. It needed sealing. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't like steamed for long enough. However, the custard is just okay. So yeah, he's last place. <laughs> and then surprisingly, Peter is uh, next to last place in fourth place. Yeah. Um, Peter gives us some like information about suet too, which made me think he was going to do well. Mm -hmm. He said suet is the lovely protective fat in animals that surround the liver, kidneys, and some of their like uh, interior like arteries. Yeah. I'm... And while he was saying this, Armin just looked offended. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he said he's made suet dumplings before. So I was like, oh, maybe he knows how to use suet. Um, however, after he takes out his, uh, his, what are they called? Puddings. He, he takes out the string early. And then I don't think he was supposed to take out the string that early. He didn't put a whole uh, lemon in his dumplings. That's why. Uh, yeah, he also didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, during judging, the judge said, it's raw. And also, it, like... It collapsed. <laughs> and the lemon was still hard in it, so he didn't cook the lemon enough. So yeah, definitely didn't steam it enough. Um, they said, but the creme and glaze is good. So I guess that puts him ahead of uh, Dave. Mm -hmm. And then after, Peter was like, yeah, it was an unmitigated disaster. 
However, the creme anglaise was good, so I'll take that. <laughs> we take those. And then in uh, third to last place, we have Ermine. Um, the judges said that her puddings held their shape okay. The creme anglaise was just okay. However, it needed a lot longer in the steamer. Therefore, she's in the middle of the pack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess I'm going to go with the top two of the bottom five. Yeah, so this is the fourth last place. Fourth to last place is Mark. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> and Paul said that there's one whole one. So that was a that was like a good thing, <laughs> I guess. Let's see if we can get through <laughs> the middle of it. It's one whole one. Cooked, Immediately yeah. second place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prue said the problem with understeaming is that the lemon doesn't soften enough. And the juice doesn't come out of it. And the sauce becomes more sugar and butter. So not great. Hmm. Paul did say that the flavor was okay. And at the end, Paul said, at least you have two likable looking suet puddings. But it just needed longer to break down the lemon in the filling. So overall, not too bad. And then finally, in fifth to last place, we have Laura. Laura. So as soon as they came up on it, Paul was like, it's leaking already. But he did say <laughs> that they're whole and you could see the shape, which is a good thing. Prue said that the pastry would have been really good if it had a little more time in the steamer because you can see it's beginning to flake. Paul finishes mm -hmm. up with it's, it's a bit thin, the sauce and the taste and everything is okay. And then at the very end... <laughs> Prue says that she wishes she could say it was wonderful, but it really wasn't much better than the rest. It was understeamed. Wow. It would have been great, but the custard is too thin. So, big fail by everyone. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I think this is the worst they've done on technicals the whole season. Yeah, it was a yeah. tough one. Um, after this, we get like a judges roundtable, and Prue says they made a complete mess of my favorite pudding. <laughs> I'm eight. She says, I'm 80 years old, and they messed up my pudding. And then Paul says, I'm 40, and I like a success pudding, too. Um, is Paul really 40? I don't know. Is Prue really 80? She really is 80, and I think she looks great for 80 when You're I'm 80 years old. You're kidding me. Are you serious? She, she's really 80, yeah. Wow. I looked it up. I was like, when I'm 80, that's what I want to do. I want to wear cool clothes. I want to be, like, judging bags. Prue is, like, 80-year-old goals for me. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah. That's she's uh she's one cool gal, that proof. I'm gonna say uh, Paul, Paul is not is... forty. Do you think yeah, he I'm is? Yeah, I'm gonna say he's older. I think he's older. I, I think he acts like he's forty. Does that count? <laughs> I don't know. It depends <laughs> on what you mean by that. Um I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so they announced who's on top. They say Laura's actually on top. She did well. Well, she got first place in the technical, which is still bad, but compared to everyone else, right? Uh, she got first place, and she did well in the signature. She got and unfortunately Peter second. is in the bottom. Yes, yeah, yes. Were you oh, worried? Yeah. yeah, I was super worried because he did do well in the signature, and he was second to last in the technical. Mm. And I was like, oh man, they're saying Peter's at the bottom. We can't, and they, you know, we can't let the baby's face assassin go this early. <laughs> so I was pretty worried going into the showstopper. Yeah. But uh, let's get into the showstopper. Okay. Ba -da -ba. All right. For the showstopper challenge, the bakers were given the enormous task of making a jelly art design cake composed of an artistic jelly design, a mousse, and a baked element. Uh, they asked Noah what he would make, and he said 
he would make a nude sculpture of Paul. <laughs> and then Matt asked him how he would make the nipples, and he said he would make them out of lime. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> they get four and a half sense. hours. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So after that crazy imagery, we get, <laughs> they tell us that the figures get four and a half hours. Um, Paul says he's looking forward to the jelly. It's like he's a kid again. So apparently he was a, a jelly eating kid, which I can kind of see. I don't know. He's a 54-year-old kid. I looked it up. A 54-year-old kid? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, now I can see that he was 54. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Pierce says the setting of the jelly is critical. They could use gelatin or agar agar. I was like, ooh, agar agar. I was pretty excited about that. Because <laughs> agar agar is like, um, there's these Vietnamese jelly cakes that they make at Vietnamese bakeries. Mm-hmm. And they made out of agar agar and they look amazing. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Yeah. I think agar is like a denser um, jelly. Like it has more structure than regular like jello or gelatin. Mm-hmm. So you could do some really cool molds and really cool shaping with that. Um, Have we had this before? The jelly art design cake? Because this was cool. No, it was pretty cool. Yeah. They kind of redeemed themselves from the technical. Um, Prue says, to make jelly art, the bakers must inject liquid jelly into set jelly. So I guess what you do is you make one, like, one base jelly, let that set, and then you inject liquid jelly into that, decorating it, which is pretty cool sounding. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of baking here. What would you call this? Well, there's one baked element of their cakes, but most of it's gelatin, I guess. Yeah, you're right. But welcome to the Great British Jello Show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first up, we have Dave. Dave is making a new quay beach scene jelly cake, which contains clotted cream mousse, chocolate fudge sponge, and guava and apple flavoring. Which sounds delicious. So his mode is kind of like a, a base of like, a, it looks kind of like sand at the bottom. And I think it's supposed to be like a water base, which is blue. And then there's a little bit of green, which I think is grass. And then there's like a sunset over a beach at the top, which looks pretty cool. His was cool because he did it 3D. <laughs> they no, did 3D. I mean, this time he really did 3D because he was like layering the colors. Right. And like parts of it stuck out more than normal. This is actually like more 3D than, you know, what they call 3D in the show, which is just like a standing cake sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says that he tried to surf once and he thinks the movie Point Break is good, which I agree with him. And his dad's dog is named Swayze after Patrick Swayze. Mm. Yep. And there's a the funny part where he's waiting for his uh, Jello cake to set. He's just kind of hanging out, having a snack, watching all the other bakers like frantic. <laughs> which is funny um, during judging Prue said that his jello cake was astonishing she says they are my colors exactly and I was like they are her colors that's what Dave did he used all the colors that Prue would wear and he put them in a the cake yeah that was spot on spot on Dave they said it was very neat and, and Paul's like it's a Prue as a jelly design cake which is funny <laughs> Um, possibly the downfall is the creme mousse at the base. It's kind of stodgy. And then Prue says, my only quarrel is the mousse. It's still quite an achievement. So, uh, yeah, good job today for making Prue into a jelly cake. Good comeback, yeah. Yep. Okay, so up next we have Ermine. 
And Armin is making a chocolate and raspberry mousse jelly cake. So here's the deal. When they brought up the graphic, on the left side, it said raspberry mousse. But on the right side of the picture, it said strawberry. <laughs> so I, I think it's raspberry, though, because Paul mentions raspberry. Mm. So I'm going to go with chocolate and raspberry mousse, although I'm not 100% sure. Um, yeah, that's fine. Anywho, <laughs> she put some alcohol in it, which was good. And it was topped yep. with a dome with a giant Japanese poppy inside. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. So she's got that cherry liqueur. And she's going to put that on her Genoese sponge. It's going to be wrapped with a tempered chocolate collar and finished with a white chocolate ganache. I got to say, this thing was pretty amazing. Yeah, it sounded crazy when she was describing how she would do it. And I was like, is she going to pull it off? She yeah, pulled it off. She did. She did. <laughs> she this did thing was crazy yeah. good. Okay, so during judging, Paul said it was beautiful and straight out of a Parisian patisserie. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of good considering next week's <laughs> next week's it's patisserie week, right? Yeah. yeah, looking good for me. Prue tells us that she's a gardener and that this is the most perfect Japanese pop. Paul says it's Whoa. absolutely gorgeous, and the raspberry or strawberry, but probably raspberry, the chocolate mousse work beautifully well together, and you've got that aromatic flavor coming from the jelly. Jelly, fantastic. Prue says all the layers were interesting. The flour was fantastic. And you know how to make Genoese. And she made it perfectly. It's a real triumph. Well done. And then at the very end, Paul tries the chocolate ganache. And he says it's delicious. And then he tells him to take it away. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you know it's good. Yeah. 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 So hats off to Armin here. She nailed this one. Yeah. They were jazzed for that razz. I'm going to go to Jamba Juice and get a razzmatazz. Okay. Anyway, next <laughs> next we have Laura. Uh, Laura is making a flower power koi jelly art cake. So the concept is really cool. It's, and I've actually seen this um, done as a cake, as a jelly cake before. Mm. It's like a koi pond. Yeah. And every time I've seen it, it looks amazing. I think Laura did a good job too. It, it was cool. Uh, yeah. Her jelly art cake contains Genoese sponge. Raspberry mousse, white chocolate bavoir, and molted jelly koi carps, which look cool. And anytime you do like something watery, I think you get kind of an advantage because like if it doesn't look exactly like cleared, mm-hmm. like if the shapes aren't exactly like sharp, mm-hmm. it's in water. Right. It look sharp. <laughs> right, right. So I think she had a good concept going on here, Laura. Um, yeah, she imported her agar agar from Australia. I was like, oh, she, they must have known about this for, for a while, you know? She imported agar, agar into like their big off dome from Australia. <laughs> yeah, she was planning ahead. She was like, I'm going to be there uh, all the weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she gets a little grasshopper friend that comes. And she's like, yeah, this is going to go inside the, the pond, which I thought was funny. <laughs> and then he's saying, when you wish upon a star, and then the Disney logo showed up. Hmm. That didn't happen. Oh, okay. Uh, during judging, <laughs> so during judging, Paul says, "Huh, reminds you of a pond." I thought it was pretty funny. I was like, "Very observant, Paul." That reminds you of a pond. 
And also the flowers. They said the flowers were lovely. Pierce said the bubbles were brilliant. The raspberry mousse is lovely. And uh, Paul says, this is pretty perfect, actually. Every texture, every flavor is spot on. So yeah, Laura did really good with her koi jelly art agar agar cake. Mm. Yep. 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 She's having a pretty good week so far. Mm-hmm. So up next, we have Mark. Mark's making an apple jelly with chocolate and strawberry mousse. Mm-hmm. So his, he's going to have a mousse cake with a panna cotta inside with some ground hazelnut meringue, otherwise known as, do you know what it's otherwise known as? Ground hazelnut meringue? No. It's known as de croix. De croix? Yes. Uh, de croix. Croix. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, two layers of apple jelly on top with jelly art roses and jasmine flowers, injected flowers. So he's got mm-hmm. a layer of jelly on a layer of jelly. Whoa. What is he? Um, exhibit from Pip My Ride? You got a TV on my. What was that? What was that oh, <laughs> You put a TV on my TV in the back of my car? <laughs> okay. You remember that show? That show was ridiculous. Those cars were functional. They wasted so much gas. Anyway, sorry. Okay, so Prue said that the strawberry mousse looked curdled and it was not set. And then they tried to cut it. Mm. To which Mark said the jelly is on a board. So he had to take the jelly off. And then... I can't even talk about this. It was so bad. Yeah. Paul says it's slightly overdone. It's like concrete. And then he's mm. trying to serve the jelly, but he can't because it's like too jelly-ish. Like it's yeah. too jelly. So Prue yeah. says, Oh dear, is that meant to be mousse? <laughs> Which is like oh, so no. insulting regarding to the chocolate. He was like, No, it's apricot. Okay, anyway. Paul's like, it's <laughs> it's more like a ganache. <laughs> The chocolate is too hard. The mousse is split. The dacroix is overbaked. The jelly is too jiggly. But mm. other than that, it's brilliant. <laughs> so he liked the design. It liked the two tiers, but it was not organized. The whole cake. He didn't design the whole cake to be like one piece because he had that yeah. board in between. So not a mm. good look for Mark, unfortunately. Not a good look for Mark. Bottom marks. Bottom marks. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, next we have Peter. Uh, Peter thinks it's Christmas because he's making a snow globe jelly cake. He loves that Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> he does love the Christmas theme. Yeah. He always goes back to it. Huh? Christmas did last week. I can I can imagine Peter like opening a gift like a young boy and just being really excited. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. We've lost Andrew and moved on to Chris, Christmas, right? Because he was yeah. he was doing everything for Andrew in the beginning, his brother. Yeah. Now it's, he's doing everything for Christmas. Yeah. So, okay, sure. I mean, he can incorporate both themes. Maybe he'll do that next week. We'll get Andrew wearing... <laughs> Andrew as Santa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, his jelly cake contains coconut-dusted Italian marine buttercream on the outside, orange and cranberry mousse on the inside, and panna cotta Christmas decorations. And uh, this whole time I was like, Peter, don't mess up. If you mess up, you're going to go home. <laughs> do not mess up. When he was making his panna, panna cotta figure, figurines, I was like, why did you do that? That looks so hard. No one else is doing that. <laughs> and he also said, 
he practiced this before, but he didn't time it. So I was like, oh no, Peter. But uh, fortunately, his tragic went pretty good. Paul says that his uh, the Christmas theme was very abstract. And it needed border colors. And it was a little bit too pastel. However, the flavors were beautiful. And they also said it wasn't an easy cake to cut. So they're like, we don't know the mousses are set. And the sponge is slightly overbaked. But it tastes very delicious. And it's very flavorful. And they said it was also a little bit uh, big. It was like a trifle. <laughs> but he hit it on the flavor marks and uh, some of the decoration marks. They like the panna cotta decorations. It was not so, great. When he said it was abstract, I was like, oh, this is bad. It was not but Apparently the judges kind of liked it. I don't know. Maybe it tasted really good because they, they said that over and over that the flavor was great. And it tasted really good. Right. It did not look like a snow globe to me. No, it didn't. It, did, it looked like a trifle there, right? <laughs> <laughs> you trifling. I like nothing it. Trifle, bro. Okay. Uh, we got a theme, yeah, we that's got all a the show <laughs> <laughs> So we get a judges roundtable. And Pierre was like, it was a most amazing day today. And they were all pretty impressed by the jelly cakes. They said, uh, Everyone did kind of poorly in the technical, and everyone did kind of okay in the signature. So they're like, the showstopper really makes a difference this episode. You could almost forget, like, that's the only thing they did. They didn't say that, but that's what it felt like. <laughs> uh, they said top was Ermine. Her jelly cake reminded of Paul looking in the window in Paris, which I think gave him good vibes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And they said also Laura did very well. Um, her koi. Jelly cake was good, but a little bit rough around the edges. And they said Peter's tasted really good, but it was too big. And uh, they said Mark's, yeah, it was kind of a chainsaw massacre. The decoir was overbaked. And uh, they kind of hinted at the result there. <laughs> mm -hmm. <clears throat> so we get into results. And oh, wait, I'm getting a text. Hey, Curse of Star Baker just sent me a, a, a picture of him on a beach <laughs> drinking <laughs> drinking a white claw <laughs> on a beach. Okay, um, this is, they announced results of Star Baker's Ermine for two weeks in a row, which is amazing. That's pretty good, pretty good. I think she's peaking at the perfect time. She didn't get Star Baker before last week, and now she has two in a row. Yeah. And next week is the semifinal, so Ermine's the first one to go into the semifinal. Were and you then they going home at all by this? No. Oh, actually, I was like, it can be Laura, but because Ermine did really not. She got almost last place in the. Well, she did middle of the pack in the technical, and I don't think she did that great in the signature either because she lost the passion fruit battle. Or right, whatever. right, right. Yeah. So that show must have been yeah. really good. Yeah, and they said like the the time lane for the show was really long, so they did taking. They're looking at that a lot more. Mm. Mm. I'm, yep. tr I'm trying yeah, to postpone who's going out. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, they announced he's going home. <sighs> and it's the last standing mark. Uh. Mark gets it home. <clears throat> uh, he says, I am feeling surprisingly okay. I came to the show to face anxiety, face failure, learn about myself and give myself credits. And uh, he's proud of his journey. Paul says, Mark probably had the biggest journey of the season. Um, he started off badly, but got better. He almost went home the first episode. It was between him and Loria who went home. 
and where I got sent home. Mm. And since then, he's just kind of improved since. Um, so yeah, I mean, Mark has been a one of our favorite bakers to watch this season. It's sad to see him go. Yeah, rough, rough. Um, Paul says he cannot call who's going to be in the final. I'm like, really, Paul? I can. <laughs> and then yeah, they announced next week is patisserie week. So yeah, the semifinals next week. Um. Yeah, let's do our segments and then do our predictions. Okay. I have some this okay. week. I have some predictions. <laughs> <laughs> what was your funniest moment of the episode? Okay. This might be a little bit harsh, but okay. Wait, what's yours? You go first, because I'm afraid we might okay. have one of the same ones. Um, at one point, Laura was talking about like the string that they were using to tie the suits. And she's like, we can do something with the string. And Noel says, we can tie up Peter. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's a, yeah, there's another part with Armin where she's like, she's hinting that Noah's like a vampire. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. And, and he's like, that's just a rumor. Although you do have a lot of neck exposed right now. <laughs> pretty funny. And what was yours? Okay. I thought you were going to maybe say the one where it was Peter and Noel, and at the very end, Peter apologized during the signature and Noel said, don't apologize to these people, <laughs> which was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, I was trying not to do a, a Noel and Peter because I do that every week. Oh, okay, okay. And then the, <laughs> the other one was during the show stop where Laura's cakes like flipped and she was oh, like yeah. crying for help and like nobody even budged really. <laughs> like, yeah, they were too caught up yeah. in that. Like, she was like help 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 and then i like pan i think they panned her ermine and she kind of like made a face but that was like it but luckily laura (laughs) saved it but yeah yeah, yeah, she got it they they knew they knew she had it that's why they didn't (laughs) okay (laughs) Uh, what was your favorite bake of the episode okay i'm going with the poppy champion ermine i gotta try it poppy champion (laughs) yep this is a character from a tv show right I don't know. I'm going with <laughs> I'm going with Armin. I think that the TV show is called like Shirts or something. Yeah, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, that makes sense. So I'm going with Armin's jelly cake. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Good call. How about for you? Um. I mean, let me look at these bakes again real quick. Obviously, I did my homework and looked at this the night before, right? <laughs> just pick the <laughs> just pick the technical. No, that's the opposite of my most favorite. Oh, okay. That's my least favorite. Oh, okay. I- I'll just go with Dave's uh, celebration of citrus cheesecake because he named it pretty well. Okay. And that are that other people are just like passion fruit cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next week is a semifinal. There are four bakers. One will be eliminated, and then they will get to the final. This season is coming to an end. But who is star baker next week? And who's going home and not making it to the final? There's no way Ermin doesn't make it past next week. So, I think Ermin is a lock. So my star baker is Laura. Star baker next week is Laura? Yeah. You think she's strong in uh, patisserie? No. <laughs> um, Who do you yeah, think I would pick Ermin. Ermin? I would pick Ermin, but she got star baker this week, so I have to pick one of the other three. And I don't think any of them are going to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, between Dave and Peter, I'll pick Peter. Peter? Okay. Yeah. 
So here's the big question, though. Who's going home next week? I think it's Dave or Laura. I don't know who to pick between those two. I don't know how strong Dave is in patisserie. He seems more of like a worldly, like ingredients type of guy. Patisserie is kind of like really, really fine and like really French. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe he'll incorporate some like Mexican chocolate or some Japanese matcha. And we'll get a appearance from my favorite <laughs> celebrity. I don't know. Um, I can only hope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave. I think Dave's going home. You're going Dave? Yeah. All Dave right. or Laura, but I'll go Dave. All right. I'm going with Ermine. What? Really? Yeah. You just said there's no way she's not making it to the final. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm talking, um, about the, I'm talking about, you know, the popular vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. It could be Peter, though. Oh, it would be sad to see Peter go home. I don't want Peter to go home. Okay. That's why I didn't see Peter. I know. That's why I have to pick our mean. Who am I? <laughs> we can't. Uh, Laura? You pick Laura. Well, you said she was. I... We start making her, though. Yeah, so I, I don't have too many choices here. Um, Chetna? You pick Chetna, right? <laughs> oh, <gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we done enough? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the quarterfinal. Um, next week we have the semifinal. It's gonna, it's gonna be tense. I, I'm already tense just thinking about it. It's pretty exciting right now. It's exciting because I have no idea who's gonna win, and I have no idea who's gonna go home. Usually by this point of the season, I'm pretty good at guessing it. I must say. <laughs> I know. I must say. We're usually in the ballpark of who goes home and who wins, but next week is I don't know. It could be anybody. Yeah, it could be. Even our mean. Mm. I hope Lottie wins Star Maker next week. Why? Why did you have to go there? <laughs> we, we, we miss her a Lottie. We miss her a Lottie. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And uh, check us out next week for the semifinal. And uh, if you don't, we'll miss you a Lottie. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. Bye, everybody.